about a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Well, I'll bet you I'm a gonna be a big star Might win an Oscar, you can't Hi, and welcome in. Uh, <laughs> you sure you want to try this, man? Yes, 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 I got, I got it. <laughs> Hi, and welcome in to Meet Me in the Movies. I am Thomas Manning alongside Noel Thomas Manning II. Uh, so Noel here is struggling a little bit with his voice. Uh, he's, he's had a bit of a nasty cough lately. He's okay. He's all good. But uh, his voice just isn't quite up to the normal, you know, Noel caliber that it usually is. Um, so I'm going to have to be carrying part of the show today. I mean, I always <laughs> I kind of do anyway. But, <laughs> but uh, we are going to be spending this show talking about uh, films for Black History Month, um, a fantastic year for black cinema um, through 2020 and then stretching into 2021 with a few releases we've had over the past few months. Uh, so we're really excited to be discussing this and just shining a spotlight on some of the great artists that we have working today. And uh, so, Noel, would you like to start us off? Yeah, you know, I agree with you, Thomas. It has been such an amazing year. Uh, going back to June, especially if you want to look at when I thought things really started to launch, really from a cinema standpoint, uh, some films that we knew we had to think about. And, and one of those was uh, Spike Lee's Defy Bloods and such a magnificent film. It's one of those that I wish that I had seen on the big screen. And many of these, I think, will carry that same kind of weight. Uh, it's a film about... Uh, family. It's a film about friendships. It's a film about uh, revisiting a past so you can find a way to move forward. And the performances uh, in this were absolutely uh, incredible. Uh, Delroy Lindo especially was just spectacular. Uh, and he has been getting the, the love during award season. And we knew he would. We talked about that back in June when this film was released and it is a film that you can find on Netflix and uh, I fully expect him to continue not just to be recognized and, and nominated but to win he's earned it he's earned it he's earned it the five bloods from Spike Lee uh, a, a film that is a a solid AA rating for me on this any thoughts or comments you want to make sure you share on this yeah, well, Spike Lee always has his finger on the pulse of just whatever is going on in the world. He knows exactly what kind of work of art we need at any given moment. And uh, The Five Bloods kind of represents all of that. Um, you know, going back and watching it, of course, with uh, the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman a few months ago, um, going back and watching it with that context now is just all the more impactful. And it's, it's really heartbreaking and gut-wrenching, gut but it's also – um, you know, tragically beautiful in its own way as well. And just recognizing everything that uh, Chadwick was able to crank out over the course of his far too short life, but what he was able to do and the legacy he's going to leave behind, it's, uh, it's truly amazing. Absolutely. And the cinematography from uh, Newton Thomas Siegel, quite impressive uh, as well. And got to talk to him uh, about this film. And uh, it's, it's a film that is actually, it, it is art on a lot of different levels. Um, we highly recommend The Five Bloods right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, there's a film that uh, has a debut director. Spike Lee's been around for a long time, but Regina King, uh, we, we know her from an acting standpoint, but we've never seen her in the director's chair. Uh, and here she is uh, with a film that looks at uh, a night 
that could have happened on one night in Miami. Let me get some of your thoughts on uh, on this film that takes place right after uh, Cassius Clay uh, wins the heavyweight boxing title uh, and decides to change his name to Muhammad Ali. Right. Uh, so Regina King, you can definitely tell that as an actress turned director, or excuse me, director. Yes, that's right. I got it right the first time. Actress turned director that uh, she um, understands how to, she understands the, that relationship, which can be difficult to kind of t- t- uh, walk that tightrope, but she knows exactly what she's doing uh, because she's been on both sides of it. And uh, you can tell that with this fantastic cast. Uh, you have uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir as Malcolm X, who gives a fantastic performance. You also have Eli Gorey as uh, Cassius Clay, Aldous Hodge as Jim Brown, and Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke. And just all of these guys together in a hotel room, just just talking about life and the world and their experience with, um, you know, the struggles they have been, uh, the, the struggles that they are forced to overcome, unfortunately, just because of their existence as, you know, as black men. And um, just seeing those dynamics um, and their different philosophies, their different perspectives, and uh, over the course of this one night, just talking, um, every single one of them has something different to say and something that's specific to them. And it's a, it's a really beautiful thing to just kind of take in. It really is. And it's one of those films, Thomas, that is very ensemble dialogue driven. And with that, it can be challenging. And this cast was absolutely unbelievable. And uh, you and I have been able to sit in on some of these uh, Q&A interviews with filmmakers, and they had very little time to rehearse this. Uh, they had very little time uh, to rehearse this and uh, to, to get this done. But uh, you know, Leslie Odom Jr., you mentioned him. He plays Sam Cooke, uh, and he delivers an original song that is in that Sam Cooke vein called Speak Now, and it is absolutely incredible. Um, I highly recommend checking out this movie as well, One Night in Miami. It's a solid film. Uh, solid acting and uh, the narrative is just is just beautiful and and seeing the relationships and the challenges of relationships with these uh, with these men as well pretty incredible and, and when you think about uh, a female director directing uh, a, a film about men uh, together for one night uh, she, Regina King she nailed it she absolutely nailed it uh, what, what is your uh, rating for one night in Miami uh, I'm a solid A for that one. Um, yeah. Also want to mention Kemp Powers. It was, he wrote the screenplay. It was also adapted from the stage play that he wrote. And he was also a screenwriter on Soul, which we'll be talking about later in the show as well. So yeah. great year for Kemp Powers. I'm right there with you one night in Miami and A rating for me as well, right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, this next film is one that is a recently released. Uh, you and I got a chance to check it out a little bit earlier. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which had about 20 different uh, previous names attached to it. Uh, let's uh, let's get you to dive in and talk about uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. And, and so many of these films uh, are historical in nature that we're talking about as well. So uh, let's dive into Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, so directed by Shaka King and only his second feature film that he's ever directed. Um, and this is one of those that just kind of overwhelms you with its just raw power and raw energy. Um, but that's also balanced just as equally with kind of moments of quiet and stillness and just 
these um, you know, family relationships and friendships and um, all of that in the middle of a almost like Shakespearean story of betrayal, but it's a very true story based on very true facts, um, very tragic, very tragic events. Um, you know, Fred Hampton, his story is just, it's just incredible. Everything that he did, uh, 21, he was 21 when he was killed. And just um, the fact that everything he was able to do within the community, uh, all the movements that he started, um, and, you know, even 50 years later, um, looking back with this movie, his, um, just everything he's left behind, it is it's pretty, pretty mind-blowing just to think that he did all that. Da da Daniel Kaluuya as uh, Fred Hampton. I think he's probably going to come for that uh, supporting actor nomination. With Keith Stanfield, um, he continues to be one of the best actors working today. Um, you know, his performance wasn't as like you know bombastic as um, Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton because it wasn't meant to be. It was very um, you know quiet and um, just you know reflective and um, unassuming. But you can just look at Lakeith in any role he inhabits and uh, know that he is just fully present, fully aware of everything that's going on. And that um, he just kind of seems like the smartest person in the room wherever he shows up as an actor and uh, continue to be impressed with Lakeith Stanfield and, um, you know, just really, really solid film all around. Uh, Judas yep. Light was high. Absolutely. Uh, Shaka King honestly found a way to, uh, capture history, this history that um, surrounded the Black Panther Party and um, the FBI infiltrating. And, and uh, you're right, it really was this Shakespearean type feel for this true story um, about betrayal and, and tragedy and um, rising to power and uh, all that goes along with that. But a magnificent film, uh, you know, Shaka King did so much research uh, behind the scenes uh, as well. Um, he also was a co-writer for this screenplay. Uh, Ryan Coogler was a producer for this movie. A solid film. It's not getting as much love during award season uh, as I would like to have seen. Uh, I think it is absolutely a solid film and one worth checking out, uh, not just during Black History Month, but anytime, especially if you want to look at a snapshot of history. Uh, and, and I will say that if you are looking for an interesting double feature, um, I don't have this on the list, but I'm going to add it. I would watch this uh, and the Trial of the Chicago 7 back-to-back. Uh, -back. I, I think they make great companion pieces. They cover uh, some of the same time periods as well. So uh, I would I would recommend uh, that. Uh, what's your rating for Judas and the Black Messiah, Thomas? Uh, solid A for that one as well. I'm right there with you. We are finding some great films that we are talking about right here during a Black History Month. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, a, a solid A rating for me as well. Uh, you are watching Meet Me at the Movies. We're going to dive into one more review before we take a break. Uh, kind of keeping on with that track of the FBI, uh, there's a documentary from film director Sam Pollard, and the documentary is based on newly declassified files uh, that were uh, that were brought out through the Freedom of Information Act. There's restored archive footage and footage that we've never seen before of Martin Luther King and his family. The documentary is called uh, MLK versus FBI. Uh, MLK FBI uh, shows this government's really extensive targeting of Martin Luther King and all of so many of his associates during the 1960s. 
It's a fascinating documentary. Uh, Pollard uh, understands documentaries. He's done quite a few in his life. He is an amazing filmmaker on his own. Uh, but this is a film that I highly recommend if you're into history, if you like documentaries, and if you're looking for something that you haven't quite seen before. And that's what I thought was fascinating, Thomas, about this is there are dozens and dozens of documentaries uh, about MLK. But I've never seen one quite like this. And so much of that is because of this uh, newly released uh, information uh, and the recordings. And uh, you, you really get a sense that the FBI, they were scared of the power that King had. Uh, and uh, it is fascinating. So I would highly recommend uh, checking that out. Solid A rating as well for the documentary MLK FBI. You are watching Meet Me the Movies right here on C19 TV. We appreciate you guys spending time with us. Uh, however you do that, whether that's through TV or whether you're listening to the radio version of the podcast through WG, WG. But we uh, are enjoying our time together uh, and we hope you're enjoying some of this as well. Uh, and we're gonna take a quick break right here on Meet Me the Movies. We'll be back with more uh, after the break, uh, Malcolm and Marie, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Soul, and maybe more. We'll see how much time we have right here on Meet Me at the Movies. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make the big star. Hi, I'm Jill Nolan, your host for Woman to Woman, a show that is about women and for women. Each month, we feature guests that highlight topics that focus on self-care, health, and well-being and a variety of other topics for women young and well-seasoned here in Cleveland County. Join us each month on Woman to Woman here at C19 TV, a broadcast service of Cleveland Community College. Hi, I'm Nikki Bliss Carroll, your host for Cleveland Connections, the show that explores what's happening at Cleveland Community College. Join us as we sit down with members of faculty and staff to discuss programs of study, upcoming events, and other exciting campus news. We'll have a new show for you each month on C19 TV, where you can stream us online at c19.tv. Tune in and connect with Cleveland Community College on Cleveland Connections. At CCC, we're all about training students for exciting careers. Our Barber Academy is a great example. Did you know jobs for barbers, stylists, and other related fields are increasing? Competition for the best jobs will be strong. With your CCC training, you'll have a definite edge. Our courses give you the skills and knowledge you need to sit for North Carolina's Apprentice Barber exam. To move up the ladder, you need at least one year of on-the-job training before you take the state's registered barber exam. If you pass, it's official. You'll be a registered barber. While private barber schools can cost $10,000 or more, CCC makes it affordable. Plus, you can complete our Barber Academy in only 15 months. Now the question is, are you ready to start your journey today? They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make the big... Hi, and welcome back into Meet Me in the Movies. Thomas Manning along with Noel Manning. Uh, his voice is still hanging in there halfway through the show, so I think we're going to tough it out here. Um, talking about Black History Month and uh, incredible films from Black filmmakers this year. Um, so we're going to moving into Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, this was directed by uh, John C. Wolfe, starring Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman, among others. And it was Chadwick Boseman's final on-screen performance. 
Um, you know, what a year for him in his, his last year on earth, just as sad as that is. Um, he he may, may very well end up with two Oscar nominations for supporting actor for the five bloods and best actor for Ma Rainey. And uh, I think this is, this is a performance for the ages, not just because of the context surrounding him, but it was just that good. Um, just the, the grief and the anguish and just the immense pain that he is able to put on display and like just lay it all out there on the line. It, uh, it's, uh, it's, it just hit me really hard. And I think it hit everybody the same way that watched it. I think so too, Thomas. Uh, Ma, Rainey, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is a period piece that looks at Chicago in the uh, late 1920s and recording studios and blues musicians and uh, blues singers and, it is a different kind of film. Uh, it, it's not your traditional uh, backdrop musical or full-blown musical. It's, it's, uh, there's something a little different about it. It almost has this stage feel to it. And I, I found that quite, quite fascinating. And uh, Chadwick Boseman, as you said, we talked about him earlier in the show with um, you know, his performance in Defy Bloods. And uh, he was support there, but seeing him on screen uh, as someone who uh, who was was a ghost from the past was really uh, hard to see, yeah. and then to see this and the uh, the level of intensity uh, and rawness that that he shared uh, in this role for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was absolutely just just astounding, and I'm just so glad that we got a chance to see him. He is definitely uh, an actor. If you look at his body of work. You, you see that he can portray historical figures. He can portray superheroes. Um, he is someone who could have done anything he wanted to. And I'm just so glad that we got a chance to, to witness who he was and what he provided uh, to us on screen. Chadwick Boseman was, was stellar. Uh, yeah. this, film, this film was stellar as well. Uh, I loved the music. I loved the... Uh, approach to storytelling with this. I also uh, was really drawn to the production design, uh, the hair and makeup, costumes, all of those things really set the stage and put you into this time period. And in order to do something like that, well, you, you've got to, to find a way to, to bring those that know what they're doing. And they, exa- they did that right here in Mon Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, absolutely. And Viola Davis just kind of disappears in the role of uh, Ma Rainey. Um, but like you mentioned, the hair and makeup was just phenomenal. Um, production design, art decoration, art direction, set decoration, all of that um, development of the period piece atmosphere. Um, very thoroughly impressed with. And also the way they were able to kind of make the heat, the like hot Chicago weather, a character in itself. Yes, um, yes. That, that just kind of like that kind of melted through the screen. You could just kind of feel that when you're watching it. Um, so yeah, my range black bottom, probably another, let's see, I'll give that a, yeah, solid a. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. We have seen some amazing films uh, and we're celebrating some amazing films right here during black history month and uh, a solid a rating for me as well for my Rainey's black bottom. Uh, there's a, a film that was released uh, and shot during the pandemic uh, Malcolm and Marie, and uh, it's a it's a film that uh, does not have a huge ensemble cast, uh, a very small cast for this film. Let's get some of your thoughts on Malcolm and Marie. 
Yeah, so it's just Zendaya and John David Washington, just the only two actors in the cast. Um, this was, I believe it was filmed over the course of like 17 days back in uh, June and July, uh, directed by Sam Levinson, written and directed by Sam Levinson. Um, you know, Zendaya, John David Washington were producers and heavily involved in the creative process as well. Um, but it's, um, <laughs> it's the story of this couple who have a lot of problems in their relationship and uh, just like pretty much every single problem that they've ever had and that you'd ever imagine a couple having just comes full force in this incredible, just mind blowing argument over the course of one night. Um, you know, it's like, it's basically like watching a sword fight uh, for two hours, uh, but with words. And uh, it's, just, it's just very biting, very scathing, and uh, the dialogue, but also um, the way it's shot and edited, the black and white cinematography is really beautiful. Um, you know, John David Washington and Zendaya deliver on everything that, they've, that they're given. They're given really difficult tasks to work with, such a, such a brutal script, but uh, they absolutely, um, they knock their roles out of the park. And um, I, uh, I was just kind of mesmerized at times watching this movie. Yeah, watching relationships on uh, unfold uh, either in person or on camera, or even listening to uh, relationships uh, unfold with uh, with some of the dialogue that we we saw here uh, was hard to watch at times yeah. uh, and hard to listen to at times. And I think anytime that you um, look at who we are and how we interact with others and the choices we make and how those choices impact others and also impact our future with others. I think that is all on display uh, right here on this very personal, personal film, uh, Malcolm and Marie. And uh, it is uh, difficult, I think, for uh, only you know, one or two actors to carry the load. And that's exactly what happened here in this very unique, unique film, uh, Malcolm and Marie. And you said shot in black and white, beautifully shot. Uh, in black and white, and I'm glad, so glad that they did that. I think it really, really worked for this film. Uh, and you can find, where can you find this film, Thomas? It's on Netflix right now, yeah. All right, yeah. and what is your uh, rating for Malcolm and Marie? Uh, we'll say A minus for this one, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm with you uh, pretty close. I've got a B plus um, for, for Malcolm and Marie for me. Uh, Malcolm and Marie, you can check that out. If you're looking for something that uh, may be a little more family friendly because Malcolm and Marie is not for the young kids, uh, there is a movie called Soul that uh, is on our list of one uh, that is well worth uh, uh, checking out and, and thinking about. It's a, a story of um, this guy named Joe Gardner who lives and breathes for music and he's always wanted to do something with his gift and he feel like he's been missing out uh, he feels like there's more, there's more, there's more to life that he can be doing with this. And uh, he gets his chance. Uh, he gets the opportunity of a lifetime only to have it uh, literally snatched out from under him. And uh, he ends up waking in this kind of nightmare and asking himself what could have been. He felt like he missed his calling because of a wrong step, a wrong misstep, literally. Uh, this is a, a Pixar a film called Soul, uh, and uh, I was really, really drawn to this film, and I, I think uh, it's a film, to me, Thomas, that had humor, it had heart, as so many Pixar films do, and 
I think there are times in our lives we have, we may find ourselves asking, you know, do I make a difference? You know, am I making a difference in this world? And uh, have I really done anything that um, that can spread light to others or that can be seen by others as worthwhile? And I think this movie speaks to those questions and so many more. I think it also speaks to uh, sometimes the the calling we think we may have. Uh, is not the calling we're meant to pursue, uh, or it may not, or it may not be the calling that we've actually been on, following the whole time. Uh, sometimes we lose sight because we're so focused on on what we want. Uh, it's not necessarily what we need and what others need from us. Uh, I love the music in this. I love the way the story was told. Uh, I love the voice talent. Uh, I loved everything, absolutely everything uh, about this movie. Yeah, you mentioned the voice talent. Jamie Foxx is uh, voices our protagonist, and we know Jamie Foxx can is one of the greatest actors of his, of his generation. But also his voice talent, um, he he makes that character, he breathes life into that character, um, and just um, also a big part of that, the incredible animation and VFX. Uh, it's actually Soul is actually on the uh, visual effects shortlist for the Oscars which very very rare achievement for animated films but um it's just that good um when you look at how far that uh pixar has come with its animation like comparing this to toy story um the original toy story they used like the same character model for each human like for andy and his friends they use the same character model but for this you have different people you know of all different shapes and sizes and um you know different races and um different you know hairstyles and it's just the attention to detail is really, really, truly spectacular. And just kind of um, the uh, development of the New York city jazz scene, um, all of that is just kind of vibrant and beautiful. And um, I was, yeah, just kind of swept away by a uh, soul. I was too. It, it, uh, it, there was nothing I could find wrong with this film and not that I would look for anything wrong for it, but it just, it, uh, it grabbed me and held on from the opening frame all the way uh, to the end. Uh, actually, A-plus for me for the movie Soul. Uh, what what about you, Thomas? Uh, yeah, another solid A for Soul. Okay, well, we've got time to, to wrap things up with one more. Let's, uh, let's look at this film, um, uh, Night of Kings, uh, that you and I both got a chance to check out. It's a foreign language film uh, and, and one that uh, is, is really engaging uh, on a lot of different levels. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, nominated for Best uh, Foreign Language Film for the North Carolina Film Critics Association. And uh, I think it's probably coming for that Oscar nomination as well. Um, but it's really just a, uh, it's a story about um, storytelling and um, just the, the potential that storytelling has. Storytelling can literally be the difference between life and death. And that, that is like portrayed as literally as possible in this movie. Um, and um, just, there's so much, this creativity and unique portrayals of, um, you know, I think this was, I think it was uh, filmed on the, the Ivory Coast and it's just from the Ivory Coast production. And um, just the cultures of those, those regions are on beautiful display. And um, it, um, it's another one of those that just had a ton of life and spirit. It was also one that, um, you know, has a lot of tragedy in it and um, a lot of pain and anguish. Um, but um, it's, it's just really a, a unique experience watching Night of Kings. Um, and um, I'm really glad that we got to see this year. 
Yeah, I am too. And it's one of those things when you look at the story of it, it is a story about storytelling, but it happens within a prison. And if you, if your character, if you were told to tell the story, uh, you have to tell and, and fulfill this story for a certain time period. And if not, then uh, you die. I mean, that's uh, it's a, it's a death sentence uh, or a chance to live. And uh, there, there is a character who, uh, really probably doesn't quite belong in, in this prison. And it's a different kind of prison as well. It's almost like a, a city of its own that has its own rules that uh, about an hour and a half long. Uh, but I did feel that for me, there were, there were a few points that I did feel like it, um, it, it did drag on a little bit. I, I thought that the pacing was off just a bit uh, in this film, but it didn't take away from production quality, didn't take away from the narrative quality of it. Uh, the uh, director and screenwriter uh, was the same person uh, and didn't take away from the uh, the cast as well. I, I thought all of those technical things worked for this film. I just thought the pacing was off just a little bit. Really appreciate you guys spending time with us always. So glad that we could uh, have this time together and uh, I look forward to seeing you next time. And until uh, next time, I am uh, Noel Manning for Thomas Manning. Until next time, that is a wrap. Mm -hmm.